At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Sunday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VEASAN, the sports betting network. All right, welcome to hour number two here from the VSIN studio inside the Circus Sportsbook. Matt Humans, Brady the Kid Cannon joins us in studio. <laughs> and in Connecticut from his uh, estate, we have Will Hill, VSIN analyst. And uh, Will, great to have you on tonight, too, as uh, my co host. And uh, Brady, we're going to tee it up for you and start here, hour number two, talking about the Saints and the Eagles who can clinch the top seed in the NFC. They had to win one of their final three games. There has been sharp money showing up against the Eagles this week, taking the points with the Saints. Do you agree with the sharp money? Did you think a seven was too high a number for Saints at Eagles? Uh, I did think seven was too high. Uh, I unfortunately only got six. Uh, now it's down to five and a half, so a decent number, but I could have probably had six and a half, but made up my mind a little bit later on it. I think the pressure here is on Philadelphia uh, to grab that number one seed, Matt. Uh, Gardner Minshew is certainly not a big drop-off at all from from Jalen Hurts, and we've seen that reflected in the market. Kind of surprising that they're really, you know, it's bounced around a lot as far as the number from seven down to six to five and a half, back to six, you know, with all the speculation on Hurts if he was going to play or not. There was a lot of movement in the market, but not big movement. And, and you would think that Hurts to Minshew would probably be at least three points, but but that has not been the case so far. Mm-hmm. The Saints have been playing great defense as of late. Their offense has certainly sputtered uh, as of late. Andy Dalton, 3-0 and straight up and against the spread in his career against Philadelphia. So a little bit of history there. Uh, the Eagles, of course, going to be missing Lane Johnson. I think that certainly is a big deal. Uh, but I think this is the Saints where you know people are kind of writing them off a- as a team that is not very good, and they're not great, but they do have very good numbers, especially on defense. A- and the Eagles, everybody you know is in love with them, a-, a favorite, one of the favorites, certainly to win the Super Bowl. Uh, but but I think there's a little bit of pressure on them, and you know how it is late in the season, Matt, when you have these must-win games and whatnot. Um, I wouldn't necessarily call this a must-win situation for the Saints. They're the underdog here. They're not expected to win, but they do still have an outside shot at possibly securing a playoff spot. So I think they're going to play hard, and I think they'll show up, and I think their defense can keep this one close. Yeah, Saints are fortunate to play in, um, if not the worst, one of the two worst divisions in the NFL, so they're still alive. And they can kind of just free roll it here. And I, I think they've been kind of playing that way well. Why did the Saints keep rolling out the red rifle at quarterback? I thought last week should have been a Taysom Hill game from start to finish in the weather 
uh, conditions in Cleveland. And the Saints running game is what uh, produced a win last week against the Browns. I just don't, I'm not sure why Jameis Winston has been shelved and uh, Andy Dalton is the guy that the uh, Saints are going to go with to the bitter end here because I don't think even though Brady brought up that incredible stat of uh, the Red Rifle being 3-0 and <laughs> against the Eagles, I don't think he's a difference maker in a positive way. Yeah, and Winston at least gives you some high variance. You know, he's always been good as a dog, bad as a favorite because he can be a double agent, win the game for both teams. So I'm not sure. He had the back injury. Maybe he never fully recovered. It's really sort of hard to understand why you just roll with Dalton. Uh, you know, we met talk about all these teams, the Raiders, uh, some of these other teams, Washington that needs a quarterback. You can certainly put the Saints in that category because their franchise quarterback is obviously not on the roster. Uh, Brady, I'm just curious. When you see a game with a, a spread near a touchdown, five and a half, six, in a low total, is that a trigger for you to automatically look towards the dog first? Yeah, absolutely, because you figure points are going to be at a premium, and if you're catching a, a, a large number of points, then I think that's a good, you know, it's a positive situation uh, for your bet. My, my personal numbers that I make every week, you know, and I do them with a few different systems and looking at different stats and whatnot and eventually, you know, grind out a point spread, uh, I came out with Eagles minus seven and Eagles minus five. Now, those stats are all predicated upon Jalen Hurts leading this Eagles team. Those stats are only reflective of one game that has seen Gardner Minshew at quarterback. And, and seven and five, that's basically right on the spread. So now if you have a, a downgrade at quarterback that I think is probably more so than a point or a point and a half. Now, don't get me wrong. I think Minshew is arguably the very best backup quarterback in the NFL. Um, but if my numbers are all Hertz based and I've got a seven and a five, I, I don't mind catching six points here with Minshew at the controls. I'm not one of these film guys, but I, I try to study and respect what they do. When when you hear about an offensive line and being as valuable as some of these film guys talk about Lane Johnson being, how do you price that into the number? And uh, what are your thoughts here as the Philly is really starting to get ravaged by injuries, a team that's been pretty healthy all year? Yeah, it's a good question, and I, I wouldn't know as, you know, I'm not an odds maker. I wouldn't know if they do anything for adjusting for Lane Johnson. I know some guys that, you know, do put together models and have, an, have a value on almost every player. Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if some people say he's worth half a point, maybe even a point. He, he's that good of an offensive lineman. I would uh, be stunned, absolutely stunned if that were the case. Uh, I think you'd be surprised. Uh, you know, Dr. Bob Stoll is a guy that I, I read a lot of his stuff, and I think uh, I respect his models, and he's one of those guys that will have a value, a point value on a lot of number of different players. And I wouldn't be surprised if he thought Johnson was worth half point. Yeah, well, if he thinks he's worth a half point, um, that's that's his opinion. I, I would say that nobody else would agree with that. But Well, not an odds yeah. maker. It's not going to probably be reflected in the <clears throat> true line, but in in your model, in your handicap, if you think a guy might be worth that. Uh, then it, it makes some sense. And I think, Matt, you go back to you know the game last week with the uh, Cleveland Browns and the Saints ran for, or the, uh, yeah, the Saints ran for a good amount of yardage on the ground. That's probably the Achilles heel of this Philadelphia Eagles team, Will, is the inability to defend the run. That's really the only weak spot we've seen on this team all season. Yeah, and the Saints have been pretty good on defense. You know, they could easily have a couple more wins in a league where all these games are close. We talked about them giving the game away against Tampa on Monday night, which still can't believe they lost. Still don't know why Mark Ingram went out of bounds. And uh, just to go back to Lane Johnson, I'm totally with you, Matt. I don't think he's worth a half point or a point, but I will say he's devil's advocate. If you remember, they played Dallas on Sunday night maybe two months ago, and Lane Johnson got hurt in that game. In the second half, they could not block. Parsons was all over hurt. So mm -hmm. uh, that's one of the things. Maybe he's not worth a point. Maybe he is, but that's just something to keep in mind, that he was really uh, a big you know, loss when, when they missed him versus Dallas a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago. Yeah, I, I think what a guy means to the point spread and what his worth is to a matchup in a game are two totally different questions. Like, Agreed. I, I have a lot of respect for Lane Johnson, and then the Eagles offensive line is elite. But when you make the number on that game, he's not going to be any factor at all in the number. But in a matchup against the Cowboys, where Michael Parsons is out there, it's going to make a difference. I'm going to think about that when I handicap it. Good but he, he's not going to move the number. Uh, but that Eagles offensive line is elite, and that's the first time really this year uh, that they've had to deal with some uh, adversity. Uh, but they're fortunate here because they got some uh, wiggle room. they got a margin for error, and they can rest guys late in the season and uh, that's one guy who's going to need some rest. So, Brady, early in the week, I was in San Diego, and uh, I saw Saints plus seven. And I wrote that down. I said, i, I got to take the seven with the Saints. And by the next day, 
I couldn't bet the game while I was in San Diego. The se- <laughs> the seven disappeared. So I did not get the best number with the Saints, and I'm not on the game. I was a little too slow uh, to pull the trigger on the plus seven. Yeah, I don't know if I ever saw the seven. That was pretty early. Um, but uh, I, I had an opportunity for six and a half. I had to settle for six, and, and I'm okay with it. I, I, I think you probably end up with a field goal game here. Uh, I, I think the Saints defense can keep a minute. Uh, they've been really good as of late. And, and you talk about uh, Micah Parsons when Johnson went out of that game against the Cowboys, Will. Uh, well, the Saints have a pretty darn good pass rush as well. So they, they can make they can wreck some havoc uh, on Gardner Minshew. And Gardner Minshew, obviously less mobile than Jalen Hurts. So maybe he could suffer a few more sacks than Hurts has been taking this year. He's not a completely uh, non-mobile quarterback, but certainly not uh, able to use his legs as much as Jalen Hurts. Yeah, and, and you mentioned Dalton has played well against Philly in his career for whatever that's worth. He's all, He also plays pretty well against zone. Philly's going to run a lot of zone, so maybe Dalton uh, is a decent matchup here. I just want to kind of pick your brain, Brady, as a better. I find a lot of value now, and there's so many more options available with these look-ahead lines where you get to the day of the game, the week of the game, these numbers have been massaged properly, probably into place where they should be. But sometimes I feel like they just copy and paste these numbers for the look-ahead lines and you sort of get some value in games that are off by a point or two. Have you found yourself looking into that market for the look-ahead lines? You know what? This is the first season I actually bet a look-ahead number, uh, and I kind of had it circled on my schedule. It's also the first season I've really started to make my own look-ahead lines. Uh, with all the numbers that I crunch from from week A, I, I, I you know fast-forward them to week B and see what the number would be the following week. And, and I've used that, and it, it's worked pretty well. It kind of gives you a guide to start with. But made my first look-ahead line bet this year, and it was the Miami Dolphins when they had played their third game in a row on the road uh, against the Buffalo Bills. And I got that number early at six and a half. Now it closed at like seven and a half in favor of the Bills. They they didn't cover the six and a half or the seven and a half. But uh, you know, to your point, I gave myself an opportunity to get a really good number before it kind of got massaged into place. All right, we don't need to talk about Deshaun Watson. Ah, no. boy. Okay. But I'm bummed. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Circus Sports early this week had seven plus seven on the Saints for 23 hours uh, before. That disappeared. And, wow. All right, let's talk Missed Dolphins it. Patriots. You just talked to the Bills dominated that game inside the box score against the Dolphins, by the way, early this season. True. Uh, when they lost to Miami. Patriots, um, one of four in their past five games, Will. The Dolphins have dropped four in a row. It's kind of tough to bet the uh, Patriots and lay points with them right now. And it uh, looked like the sharper money is on Dolphins plus three. The Patriots right now minus two and a half at DraftKings and Circa. Do you like the Pats? Do you like the Dolphins? Or do you pass? Uh, this is one where you got to get ahead of the number. It, it was pretty clear Tua wasn't going to play. This line was Patriots plus one and a half. It was a great teaser leg. Now at three, yep. it's probably a little too high. To me, this is a dead nut under game. Patriots are still pretty good on defense. They're anemic on offense. Uh, Bridgewater has been a covering machine for his career, but he's seen better days. He has not played <laughs> well uh, in this past year or two when he's given an opportunity. So to me, this is a 20 to 17 type of game, probably some rough weather. Uh, I like the under here. Brady, you just left the South Point where you were hosting a show for VSIN. The highest total on this game is at the South Point, 41 and a half. And I tend to agree with Will. I think the under uh, might be a better bet than the side. Yeah, I mean, the Patriots are the worst red zone offense in the league. They can't score touchdowns. I would agree with both of you guys. Well, they can't even convert extra points. That was a problem last week. <laughs> That's right. how they lost. We got more with Brady the Kid Cannon, his best bets. Stay tuned. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Sunday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, Brady, you'd like to watch football, right? I do. All right. Well, watch football with a little more on the line by playing free in the Guinness Time Challenge. Visit DraftKings.com slash Guinness. Set your lineup and watch the action unfold as you play for your share of $115,000 all season. Guinness made of more. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. As always, DraftKings.com for details. Matt Humans, Will Hill, and our special guest, Brady the Kid Cannon, as well. we're going to get to your best bets. Uh, tonight, we just talked about a couple of the high-profile games on the Week 17 schedule. And Brady's going to go with all the popular public teams here on his <laughs> best bets. Rams, like Broncos, I always do, right? Rams, Broncos, Texans, all the teams that the public wants to bet this week. Just kidding. Hey, let's start with the Broncos because what do you like about Denver as a 12-and-a-half-point dog at Kansas City? And I assume – that the coaching change is going to play into your angle on the handicap. Yeah, the the, the coaching change is certainly a part of it. Uh, Jerry Rossberg, of course, in now for Nathaniel Hackett. And you know well, Matt, and Will, you as well, the fired coach angle you know, really runs across all sports and is pretty successful. Uh, and I don't know if it's going to be here, here, but that is certainly one of the angles I'm looking at. Uh, the team, you know, possibly if they can be at all motivated to play here and, and if Rossberg is able to do that, you know, I think they can have some success. He also has a tremendous amount of experience in NFL coaching. He's been around for like 40 years, and he spent 11 years as the Baltimore Ravens special teams coordinator. So over the course of those 11 years, certainly the Ravens have had some marquee matchups with the Kansas City Chiefs, so I imagine he's pretty familiar with this team, certainly more so than Nathaniel Hackett was. And it seems like every week, I mean, the Chiefs, you, you talked about it earlier, Matt, before I came on. This, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the worst team in the league against the spread at 3-11-1. Yep. The Chiefs are at 4-11. and 11. They're, yeah. they're the second worst team in the league against the spread. We were talking about look-ahead lines, Will. My look-ahead line in this game was Chiefs minus 3.5. And, and then when I did my calculations this week, I came up to Chiefs minus 6.5 and, and Chiefs minus 9. My numbers on the Chiefs week in and week out are always much lower than the actual line is. The look ahead, the actual look ahead line in this game was Chiefs minus 10. And then we all saw what happened last week where the Broncos just got housed by the Los Angeles Rams. They fired their coach. And, you know, the public is, is also probably thinking the Chiefs, because they're still going for that number one seed, they can find another gear and, and they're going to, you know, they're going to kill the Broncos, yada, yada. Uh, and, and that's why we saw that look ahead line go from minus 10 all the way to the opening number this week on the Chiefs at 13-and-a-half. I mean, why is it justified a three-and-a-half-point move uh, from one week to the next? I mean, it's still the basically the, the same Broncos team, if not a better one, with a new coach. So uh, this is it's also a little bit of a contrarian play, you know, to your point, Matt. I mean, mm -hmm. the, the public likes to bet the Chiefs week in and week out. Uh, I think it's really an under-the-radar game. If you look at the splits and the Circa Million contest, it's probably the least bet game of all the games on the card. So uh, I, I like that kind of situation, and, and I'll take all these points. I was able to get 13, which yeah. is now down to 12 and a half. Well, there's 13 out there in a couple spots. So if you believe in what Brady Cannon's selling, take the 13 with the Broncos. 
And a lot of times in the NFL, you want to play the teams this week that looked terrible last week. Exactly. And who looked worse than the Broncos? Yes, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying there. Yeah. I think you're getting some line value, additional line value because of that fact. All right, uh, Will, how about teeing him up on this Texans-Jaguars game, which uh, you've been talking about the Jaguars and their lack of motivation. Yeah, it's really a fascinating game because the Jags don't need the game. Their game against the Titans is for the division title. There's some wild scenarios where the Jags can still get a wild card. I think those are less than 1%. Let's just say this game doesn't mean anything for the Jags, but it means sort of less for Houston. Houston would benefit uh, by losing this game. We were talking off the air. Who would you rather have, C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young? Well, if the Texans lose their last two games, they can choose who they want. Uh, if they win one of these, they run the risk of getting leapfrogged by the Bears. Now, not that the Bears would keep the pick, but they could auction the pick off. So uh, motivation sort of hard to handicap. Peterson has said he's going to play all of his guys, yet the line has gone from four and a half all the way down to three. How do you look at this game, Brady, with all the, the varying motivations of this one? Well, exactly like you point out there. We know it doesn't mean anything for Jacksonville. And, and I think uh, for the Houston Texans, I don't know if they're truly playing for a draft pick here. This team's on a, on a heck of a run. Uh, they took the Cowboys to the to the bitter end four weeks ago. They took the Chiefs to overtime, and then they beat the Tennessee Titans outright as underdogs last week in Nashville. And they've really owned the Jaguars. They beat the Jaguars earlier this year in Jacksonville. So I think this team is kind of feeling some positivity right now and probably wants to pull off another victory rather than, you know, quote-unquote tanking for, for a draft pick or what have you. Uh, the Jaguars... I just can't believe that Doug Peterson is truly going to play his starters, if if not the entire game, if at all. And if he is going to treat this like a preseason game, maybe he's going to give his starters a, a, a few reps and a few series, or maybe even the entire first half. Well, Doug Peterson this year, 0-4 in preseason games, and his last stint with the Philadelphia Eagles in preseason, he was 1-3. So he, he's not very good at that format either. Uh, I think the Texans are, are kind of on the rise here and trying to finish their season uh, with some positive momentum. If you also look at the Jaguars, they're 0-3 against the number this year as a favorite. They're also 0-3 against the Texans with Trevor Lawrence. All right, that's Brady Cannon. Follow him at Las Vegas Golfer. Brady, another one of your best bets. A team that the public's going to want no part of here, but I'm with you on this one. Rams plus 6.5 against the Chargers in the battle for Los Angeles, total of 41 and a half, and uh, you're taking the points with the Rams. I am. I am. I was able to get six and a half there. That's pretty widely available. I think it opened at seven, uh, and the first move was on the dog there, and even got down to low, as low as five and a half or six, but kind of has settled in at six and a half. My numbers come to Chargers minus a half and Chargers minus two. I, I think this is a field goal game. Uh, the Chargers, as we know, they've already locked up a playoff spot. And I just don't know how much urgency there's going to be in this game. I also think there's a little bit of a crosstown rivalry going there with the Rams. And, you know, when you have that type of situation, I think especially we see that in college football. Matt, you know, as a great college football handicapper, these rivalry games, you always want to take the points with the dog. That's probably the one game that they're going to show up in against their rival. And I think that's the case here for the Rams. Baker Mayfield, 1-5 as a starter with the Carolina Panthers, completing 59% of his passes with the Rams. He's 2-1. and one. He's completing 69% of his passes. He's thrown four touchdowns and just one interception. Uh, so I think the Rams are kind of on a little bit of a roll here. And the Chargers, similar to maybe a Vikings or a Jacksonville or even maybe a Philadelphia Eagles game, uh, you know, they've, they've got that playoff spot already locked up. Yep. Not a ton of motivation here for the Chargers to really put – uh, an entire effort out on the field. I'm not too concerned about Joey Bosa being activated. He could still be rusty. Uh, so I think the Rams, you know, Cam Akers, the running game for the Rams has really shown up uh, as of late, and we know that Chargers defense can't stop the run. Some good points there because uh, the Chargers clinched a playoff spot on the road in Indianapolis a short week. Uh, I think the situational edge here is with the Rams. Baker Mayfield, 24 for 28, 230 yards and two touchdowns against that Denver defense a week ago when Cam Akers ran for 118 yards. So I'm with you. I'm taking the points with the Rams. And uh, the Chargers, by the way, have won only two games the entire season by more than six points. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you were talking back to, back to the Buccaneers. The, the last time the Buccaneers won a game uh, by more than six points was week two. Of what year? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Okay. Which season?
Brady, when you plug your numbers into your supercomputer, what do you come up with? What did you come up with on Bills Bengals on Monday night? Do you recall? Yeah, they're they're actually pretty heavy on the Bills. Uh, I, I think I had Bills uh, minus six and wow. uh, Bills really? minus four and a half, and then I think another set of numbers was Bills just minus two. You know, it it feels like I'll lose my wise guy card if I don't play the Bengals here. Um, I, I can certainly understand a uh, Bengals teaser play, taking them up to plus seven. Uh, but I just have a feeling that the Bills are going to find a way to get this one, Matt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I haven't played the game, and I don't know if I will, but but I'm leaning with Buffalo. All right, don't lose your wise guy card. <laughs> don't want to do that. Okay. Um, Brady, you host a contest show here at VSIN. Yeah. How'd that go today? Because Derek Stevens was on with me Friday night, and the Circus Survivor uh, headed down the stretch is fascinating. Can you give us an update? Yeah, it, it really is absolutely fascinating right now. Just three entries left. They basically had the same team still available. Now, one entry still had the Chargers available, and that was probably the best team out of the bunch that they had available, but they didn't use it. Uh, two contestants went with the Giants, and one entry went with the um, went with the the Lions. Okay. Uh, all six-point favorites. That's you know nobody has the Eagles left. Nobody has the Niners left. You know all the big teams, all the Super Bowl favorites, if you will. Nobody has any of those teams left. Uh, they did have probably each each entry had probably about four or five home favorites left to choose from. And like I say, two entries with the Giants and one entry on the Lions. Um, out of those two picks, I probably side with the Giants more so than I do Detroit. <sighs> Yeah, that's uh, Giants. And that's just a play against the Colts. I think the Colts are just that team. Giants. We can't get these three guys in a room for a chop. I mean, just to take the stress, save the years off your life. Uh, Chop up. You know, that's what Mike Pritchard said, Will. Why didn't they just get with Derek Stevens, sit in his booth, all root for the Mm -hmm. Lions, and and either chop it or move on to Week 18? A lot of money at stake, over $6 million. Brady, uh, what do you have planned for New Year's Eve after you leave here tonight? I'm going to bed. I'm an old man. (laughs) (laughs) All right, thanks for stopping by. I appreciate the time. We come back and talk Vikings-Packers, so stick with us. This is Sunday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Hey, before you make... Make your next bet. Be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. If you want to know where the money and the bets are moving in every game, betting splits. Another way vcin is here to make you a smarter, better year round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. And this is not a, a shameless uh, promotion, but vcin.com's got a ton of great content up there right now. Complete coverage of the college football bowl season. And NFL Week 17, a lot more. We're going to have a lot of college hoops coverage up there on the website soon as well. A lot more as uh, we start to get into college hoops a little bit more here in uh, 2023 as the football season starts to wind down. All right, Will Hill, Matt Eumanns here on the Sunday Bet Prep Show, NFL Week 17. Let's move on to Vikings and Packers. Will, are you buying into the Packers being this suddenly hot team uh, that can make a playoff run or not, because the Sharps, so-called Sharps, have been trying to fade the Vikings week after week after week. Really hasn't worked out so well. But this week, I think the Sharps are taking the three and a half with the Vikings, and now that number is down to three. You saw three and a half out there at a bunch of books this week. I don't believe the Buccaneers, the Packers, are the type of teams that you can lay anything more than three with, and. I think that's why a lot of betters took the three in the hook with the Vikings. Do you have a play here on this uh, NFC North rematch at Lambeau Field? I like the over. I think the Vikings are just horrendous on defense. That's probably one of the reasons the Sharps are always betting against them. And you can say, hey, they're always wrong because the Vikings win. But last week, it's four against the Giants. Vikings win, but they don't cover. Week before, it's three and a half against the Colts. The Vikings win, but they don't cover. So like you said, Vikings are one of these teams. Every game is close. Every game is almost the same where it's somebody lined up to kick a field goal at the end and win it. Uh, They've been like this for a few years now where every single game is close. So I can understand getting the three and a half, but I like the over. I just think the Vikings are horrendous in the secondary. Rodgers can expose them. He's starting to get a little more rhythm with these younger receivers. Uh, Threw the ball well last week against Miami. Played pretty well. Not great against the Rams, but 
this is sort of his environment, his element, you know, frozen tundra of Lambeau Field, playoff spot on the line after a dead season. Uh, to me, they're going to get plenty of points. Vikings will be able to keep up and catch up. And, you know, if they fall behind, they can get some garbage touchdowns and, and put up their points, do their fair share. So to me, this is like, I don't know, uh, you know, 27, 24, 31, 28. I think there'll be plenty of points scored here. I think the Vikings are just a dead over team. So, you know, I'm usually betting unders and underdogs, but this is one where I actually like the over. Yeah, the Vikings have failed to cover the last couple uh, after a big run. The total is 47.5 at DraftKings, and that looks like uh, about the best number in the market, 48 here at Circa. And uh, Aaron Rodgers, yet to have a 300-yard passing game this season. Do you think this is the type of matchup where Rodgers could have that breakout game, or are the Packers better off sticking with the run and trying to overpower the Vikings on the ground with uh, Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon? Oh, I think they'll throw it. I think they'll throw it at will. Every quarterback, the Vikings make every quarterback look really good. Yeah. Daniel Jones moving the ball up and down the field. I mean, the Vikings got an eight-point lead with like two minutes to go. Crowd's going crazy. Daniel Jones in the blink of an eye went right down the field. Actually scored too quickly. Gets the touchdown, gets the two. Like, every team moves the ball. The Vikings are allowing over 400 yards uh, per game. So, I think the Rodgers will cut them up here. I think Rodgers plays really well. And uh, I would lead towards the Packers winning the game. I don't like laying a number here. I would lead towards the Packers covering if i had to bet it i actually bet the packers i I just don't like the vikings defense you worry about a backdoor cover here but i think an over the over is a good play all right Uh, i've got no play on this game uh do you think the packers are going to be a playoff team sounds like you do they need two wins and they need washington to lose one so they need a lot to go right that's not asking for too much not asking a lot but it's still a three-team parlay like if you ask me hey any you basically need to win three coin flips so the odds say no they won't um, but I, I got, boy, it, that's a fascinating question. I don't trust Washington <laughs> to win two. Right. You know, it's possible Green Bay Detroit next week is the, the primetime game and they flex that and that's for a spot, but that would require Cleveland winning. I don't know. I still lean towards Washington because if they can win tomorrow, there's a good chance they play Dallas the final week and Dallas will have nothing to play for assuming yeah. Philly wins. So I'll still lean towards Washington to get the final okay. spot. Okay. Fair enough. How about Jets Seahawks? Do the Jets deserve to be road favorites? It's minus one and a half. Or two at DraftKings, it's at two, total of 42.5. Geno Smith and the Seahawks, and that Seattle defense have all crashed back to reality. Uh, Mike White back in the saddle for the Jets, and I, I think that's good news, even though he's banged up, Will. If you just take away quarterback and just look at the roster, you know, two through 53, Jets, Jets probably have a top five or 10 roster. They're really good on defense, they got skill guys. To me, with the Jets, it's as simple as this. When Wilson's playing, you bet against the Jets. When Wilson's not playing, you bet on the Jets. And to me, uh, the Jets' defense is going to be by far the best unit on the field tonight, uh, tomorrow, or whenever, whenever this game is being played. They're going to be the best uh, unit. The Jets are the much better roster. I think Seattle's been exposed here the last few weeks. They were a good story for a while. But if you look at Seattle, you have to go back a long, long way since Seattle covered a, a spread here. I think it's six, seven weeks. It's been a long time. Jets are the better roster. Uh, Jets are in a similar similar situation to the Packers, where if the Jets win their two games, they're probably getting in. They only need, I think, Miami to lose one, or it's the Patriots to lose one. Their their scenario is pretty straightforward here. If they win two games, I think they're around like 90% to get in. So Jets still have everything to play for. I think they win the game uh, against Seattle here. Yeah, I don't don't think the Seahawks have actually covered since uh, they won by 10 at Arizona on November 6th. Is that right? Sounds right. Yeah. Sounds right. I think it started with the Seattle game where that was a big, sharp, square divide. They didn't cover that day, and I don't think they've covered since. And that, that game's a long time ago now. All right. The Jets, 7-8 and eight, straight up, 8-7 and seven against the number. Uh, how do you think Mike White's going to play? Because he's had the rib injury. He's beat up. But that guy's going to go out there and give you a great effort. Is Mike White and that defense enough of a, a reason to lay the point, uh, point and a half with the Jets? I think it is just because, you know what, you're not expecting White to go out there and be Patrick Mahomes. He just has to operate the offense. It's such a low bar when you compare him to Wilson. Wilson is going to go down unless he has a miraculous turnaround. Wilson's going to be one of the worst draft picks in NFL history. And (laughs) White just needs to come in and move the chains, spread the ball around. They're not asking him to do a whole lot. Get yourself to 17, 20, 21 points. You could probably win the game. So low expectations uh, for White. Doesn't need to do a lot. Just doesn't need to ruin the game like Wilson. So uh, I like White. I think he's a, a gamer and a, just a, a competitive player. Yeah, Zach Wilson is uh, 
I would say if if you got to make a number on it right now, will will Zach Wilson ever start another game for the Jets? I make the no a favorite. What about you? I would take yes, just because I would present to the uh, to the jury the list of quarterbacks that are starting tomorrow with uh, Stidham and Purdy and David Blau. So. You know, over under a half, I guess I go under. Uh, I guess I go over, but if you made it like six and a half or seven and a half, it's a big bet on the under. Barring an injury, he's never going to play again. He's never going to be anyone's starter. Maybe he could be in that Trubisky role where, you know, he goes and, and bounces around and, and is someone backup. Well, uh, you know, that's a possibility. Although, you know what? You have to be well-liked to be a backup because nobody wants a guy that's a diva as a backup quarterback. So uh, Wilson's career here is in major, major jeopardy, even though he's only two years in. Yeah, I should start another another game for the Jets. I don't oh, think no, he's no. going to start another game yeah. for the Jets. He's done in the offseason. He could end up in Arizona. Who knows where he's going to end up? Uh, I think he will end up starting – more games in the NFL. Somebody's going to give him a shot. Like you said, there are so many bad quarterbacks out there. Look, David Blau is starting for the Cardinals here in week 17. That's the 64th starting quarterback of this season, and that's an NFL record for a non-strike season. So, And he's replacing... Yeah, he's replacing Trace McSorley, who's replacing Colt McCoy, who's replacing yeah. Kyler Murray. I so know. yeah, you go through uh, you go through a lot of them. I think to me, he's on the uh, the Josh Rosen path here, where it's gonna be a while before we see him in a in a big role again, though. Actually, that's a pretty good comparison. I remember uh, before that draft, I told uh, JVT uh, John Von Tobel, my co-host, he loved Josh Rosen. I said he's a poor man's Jay Cutler. I don't like him at all. And uh, remember when Josh Rosen got picked? He said he's going to make all those teams regret it uh, for passing him. Where is he now? I don't know. He's pr- is he still on a practice squad or something somewhere? I'm not sure he is. Uh, the last I saw, I think he was on the 49ers practice squad. But um, I don't know if he's still there. I'm going to double check that. He might be out of the league. All right, let's talk Rams. On it. Let's talk Rams Chargers here, uh, real quick. We talked about this a little bit with uh, Brady. I'm taking the six and a half with the Rams. I did not think this was going to go back to seven. And uh, I think what you're going to get here from the Chargers is a flat performance. They just clinched the playoff spot on the road. They get a short week. This is a team that's very fragile, is a favorite anyway. And, uh, Will, don't look now, but Baker Mayfield and the Rams are playing with a little bit of a spark here late in the season. Yeah, usually a team that won a Super Bowl that's a veteran team that's having a dead season, usually they just sort of mail it in. But yeah. they're in a different situation because they don't have their draft pick. Their quarterback's playing for his career. I mean, speaking of Zach Wilson playing for his career, if Baker didn't play well for the Rams, he's probably a guy who never starts again. But now he's at least earned a look for next year with somebody in some capacity. Uh, So I'm with you. I never trust the Chargers to lay any sort of a number. They should go for that five seed more. They should not just lay down because that five seed's a big advantage. That means playing probably the Jaguars instead of dropping down to the six or seven where you have to deal with one of the Chiefs, the Bengals, or the Bills most likely. So uh, it, it is a big deal to get to the five. They should be motivated. I just never trust the Chargers to cover any sort of number. They're like the Vikings where every game is close. All right, you're going to want to stay tuned because uh, next segment we got Will Hill's best bets. And for tourists who are coming to Las Vegas this weekend, I've got my top five non-fast food restaurants. If you're looking for a place to hit uh, to eat this weekend, Uh, We'll be back here in a couple minutes on the Sunday Bet Prep Show. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. This is Sunday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VEASAN, the sports betting network. All right, the winter sports season is in full swing, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you're a football, hockey, or hoops better, Bet Rivers has you covered. Join every week for new promotions like the Tuesday hockey, first goal insurance, Sunday football parlay insurance. And much more. It's a whole new game at Bet Rivers Sportsbook, BetRivers.com. All right, Will Hill, Matt Eumanns back here as we uh, continue the three-hour NFL preview show on the eve of 2023 and the first, and, uh, Sunday NFL Week 17. Will, let's get to your best bets and contest plays. By the way, how are you doing in the contest? Do you still have a shot to cash as we uh, head down the stretch here the final two weeks? No, doing well in terms of real life, but not doing well as, as terms of being in contention. Honestly, don't even have my record in front of me, but doing pretty well. Like if, if you're betting all my picks, you know, you're, you're, you're doing well, you're making money. But uh, winning the contest, as we know, is a, is a whole different thing. So yeah, uh, better luck next year. All right. Well, tell us uh, what contest picks you got this week or what bets you have out of your pocket. Took the Falcons just as a contest play, just because it was a stale line, three and a half, uh, where where it was six in market. Uh, you know, don't really have an opinion on the game, just sort of playing the number. Other than that, played Pittsburgh uh, in real life and in the contest. I just think that game, anytime you can get points in that game, and I got it two and a half at one. I'm obviously not as interested. That's just a game where the dog uh, is always live. The games are always close. If there's any game that's going to end 14-13, you know it's like an Iowa game where if, if any game is going to end 13-12, 14-13, it's going to be Steelers-Ravens, especially without Lamar. So I do like the Steelers and what should be a close game. I think the Steelers are a great teaser piece. Uh, I like the Jets for all the reasons we mentioned in the last segment. I just think that is the much better roster. Uh, did play the Rams like you played them. I just don't trust the Chargers to win by margin uh, really against anybody. And uh, along that same line of thinking, I went with the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, all the good teams have betting this week. I went with the Colts <laughs> just because I don't know that the Giants, although that's going to be a, a very hostile environment. That team has not been in the playoffs in a while. They can clinch with a win tomorrow. I just don't know that you can lay six, five and a half, six with any, but against anybody with the uh, with the G men. So I, I took the Colts there plus the points. Yeah, the Giants have been unreliable home favorites for uh, a number of years, and with the pressure on in this game, we'll see if uh, they can deliver against a Colts team that looked pretty bad last week. Uh, I said, who looked worse than the Broncos? The Colts were the only team in that conversation. Broncos and Colts look like the two worst teams in the league a week ago. All right, so. We talked about teasers uh, early in this show because the Bengals, when they're plus one and a half or one, I, I think a, a prime candidate if you want to tease that number up. How about the Steelers? Will you will you have the Steelers on a teaser at plus eight and a half? I'm sure I will, just because, like I mentioned, those games are always close. Those games are always low scoring, and you want teasers in games that are going to be low scoring, lower variance. You know, think of uh, you know you don't tease college too much, but Army Navy is always a good good teaser piece if you can go through the three and through the seven. So. Look, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, it just seems like every time they play, it's 16-13, you know, 16, I think 16-14 was the last it score was. when they played a couple yeah. weeks ago. So those games are always field goal games, two, two and a half. So I don't think anybody's pulling away from anyone. Huntley, with that offense, it's a very slow, methodical offense. Uh, the ball's always on the ground. They're not explosive. Pittsburgh's conservative on offense. So to me, that's one that's going to be close. I think Pittsburgh's a great teaser leg. Tyler Huntley will get to start. Lamar Jackson's out for a fourth straight game with a knee injury. Without Jackson, Baltimore is 2-1. and one. 
but has a total of three touchdowns in 15 quarters. And with T.J. Watt back, I think this Pittsburgh defense is uh, uh, much better. It's borderline elite with T.J. Watt on the field. Steelers 4-1 and one in their past five games. Defense has allowed an average of 15 points in those five games. And you are right, the, uh, the loss to the Ravens, I said they're 4-1 and one in the past five. They lost to Baltimore 16-14. Uh, so I like the Steelers here too. I like the Steelers catching two and a half, and I like them on a teaser a plus eight and a half. I think that's a pretty good play. Um, how about talk a little bit more about the Colts if you can, because I know a couple other guys who are on the Colts. Michael Lombardi and I were talking about this last week. We like the Colts. I know Mitch Moss here at VSIN liked the Colts. I think Wes Reynolds was on them as well against the Chargers on Monday night. And if you were on the Colts against the Chargers on Monday night, it's really, really hard to come back and take him again the next week because that was a pathetic performance by the Colts offense, Will. Yeah, I had the Chargers. I wasn't surprised. You know, look, I I know I think people can overthink it sometimes. The Chargers, I know they have all their issues. We just talked about why we like the Rams against them. The Chargers with Herbert, that's a much more explosive team. Just they have another dimension, another level they can get to that the Colts simply don't have. And even that being said, that game was way closer, way longer than it should have been. The Chargers did everything they could to let them hang around before they sort of pulled away at the end. It's always pulling teeth with the Chargers, so I can understand taking the Colts, but Giants are a different story. They're a very smoke and mirrors type of offense. Uh, they're not great on offense. They're not great on defense. Dable, I think Dable should be the coach of the year. To get this team in playoff contention, probably going to the playoffs, is nothing short of a miracle. This team, if you remember the last month, last two months of, the, of last season, this was not only the worst team in the league. They were one of the worst teams historically. I know Steve Fezzik told me you know, he has his power rankings. He's never had a team worse power rank than the Giants at the end of last year. Seven points below an average team. Something just historically bad. So to get this team, I know they have Jones back and they got Barkley back and healthy, but to get this team in the playoffs to me is a miracle. I just can't leave five and a half with them. Okay. I, I certainly understand that. So you're dropping names here. So you and Steve Fezzik talk on a weekly basis or what? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Good. I met him when I came out there. Like yeah. my kids love him, but he's the he's my he's the, my kid's favorite because he gave him chips and soda. So <laughs> he's a hero to them. That sounds like Steve. Okay, so if Brian Dable is not the coach of the year, who is? Would it be Nick Sirianni? Who's your number two, number three? I mean, is it, are you asking me who I'd vote for or who I think is going to win? Because if Sirianni gets the 15-2, and two, all bets are off. Sirianni's going to win just based on sheer win percentage. I don't know that he's completely overachieved. I think that's a really loaded team. But at 15-2, and two, he's probably going to win. Uh, it, it's a really good class. I mean, you can make a case for Shanahan. You can. I don't think O'Connell has a chance. To me, it'd be Dable. It's probably going to Sirianni. Uh, Shanahan certainly a, a good contender as well. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be an NFC East coach, either Dable or Sirianni, is uh, what I think. All right, uh, quick take here on the Cardinals Falcons game. Uh, you're laying three and a half with the Falcons. Is that just because uh, you think this Arizona offense without DeAndre Hopkins and essentially with a four string quarterback is going to be a bet against? Yeah, I just don't see how they score. I mean, to go from McSorley to Blau, I guess I don't know how it could be worse. But to me, Blau, I mean, this is a guy that's been on practice squads. He wasn't really even in the league. If you remember at Hard Knocks, he didn't make the Lions team. He, you know, he was on the Vikings practice squad. Uh, so he hasn't been on Arizona very long. I know Ritter hasn't been impressive. But uh, to me, Atlanta should be able to figure out a way to win this game. So uh, this was a contest play. This isn't a game I'm actually going to bet. And I can promise you, I, I can make a New Year's promise to you. I will not watch one second of this football game. I don't well, know that anybody will, to be honest. Also, with uh, the Falcons in the contest, you're laying a good number because it's three and a half right. in, the, in, the, in real life. This number is six. Which is why I played it. You know, much. and to make things more difficult on David Blau, who's only been there for two weeks, he doesn't even get to throw to DeAndre Hopkins, who's ruled out in the game. So he's in a really tough situation. All right, let's wrap it up here with uh, my favorite five non-fast food stops. You ready for this, Will? Yes. All right, next time you're in Vegas, the last time you were out here, I saw you at the South Point with your family, and I yep. think you guys went to Freddy's Steak Burgers. Did you go? No. It, well, what's the chicken place? Chicken place? The fat, the dry, it's a fast food chicken place. We went there, and then we went to Krispy Kreme. Oh, you went to, uh, you went to Raising, Raising Cane's. Raising Cane's. Yeah. Okay. Yes, it was outstanding. A plus, did not recommend it enough. And you went where else? Krispy Kreme, which we don't have as many back east anymore, so that was, uh, it was a healthy day. 
Okay, that's one I don't get because when you go to Hawaii, people go nuts over Krispy Kreme, and I, I that, yeah, I, I just don't get it. All right, here's my favorite five non-fast food stops. If you're in Vegas for New Year's Eve, you want to hit a hot spot, Benihana at the Westgate. This is my number one. If you're over at the Westgate Superbook, which is a must-see because the Circus Sportsbook and the Westgate are the top two sportsbooks in town, the Benihana is right there in the casino. And it's um, my number one non-fast food spot. Right here across the street from the Circa, the Market Street Cafe. If you like Hawaiian barbecue in the California Hotel, you can get Korean short ribs and all sorts of uh, great dinners at affordable prices. How about the Outback Steakhouse above Casino Royale on the Strip right across from uh, what was the Mirage? That's a underrated place and not too, not too many people know about, but you got a bar upstairs and it's a great late-night spot to hang out and get some food and drinks. Brooklyn's Best and Dom DeMarco's Pizzerias. One on West Charleston, one here downtown Las Vegas. And Brooklyn's Best, the uh, sponsor of our Circa Friday Football Invitational. But I love pizza, and if you do too, that's a great spot to go to. And here's a nice restaurant that makes rounds out my top five. It's expensive, but it's well worth it, Will. Next time you're here, take your wife out to T-Bone's at the Red Rock Casino, okay? Save your money. I'm getting hungry. I am too. I might go to the Market Street Cafe right after the show. All right, quick break. Uh, we'll be back with Willie Ramirez. We're going to talk Raiders next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.